0: One of the things that has happened over the last few years is that uh, whenever there, there's a public participation of uh, of people on marches, then uh, people feel brazen enough to then just bring the uh, old South African flag on, uh, to, out, and, uh, and it tells you that then they've got it. It means that they still, um, uh, some of them uh, uh, still have the they still feel that this flag represents something that's great for them. Uh, and, and others would, would tell you about the good old days uh, whenever he waved such a flag, um, as it were. And for for many black people, particularly majority black people, would, uh, uh, the flag represents uh, the very thing that we do not want to remember. Um, it, it's a time that's uh, very tough, that, that says that uh, we need to be turning our backs on. And uh, and to then be reminded of that, not only reminded, but uh, that this is just uh, something that uh, is waved with pride by some in our population, is is not good. It doesn't augur well for the very legacy that Madiba tried to create of a united South Africa uh, in its diversity. And uh, and that's why we then start asking the question: Isn't it time that we we face ourselves and and, and ask? Maybe it's time that we we ban the flag.
1: But uh, there are those uh, that would indicate and would say that the old apartheid flag is, uh, is South Africa's heritage or part and parcel of South, Af- uh, South African heritage and it shouldn't just be just banned completely. Your thoughts on that?
0: I think the, one of the things that uh, we, we, we believe should be done is, um, is for us to begin to, to reckon with uh, our painful past and to do so those who are waving the flag need to know what it represents for those who are still in pain because of the kind of uh, past that we've had. And, I, and, and, and it, it's one thing to then have uh, our heritage that we're proud of and, and to have uh, some of the postings that we have around the country. But for, for, for something that was declared by the UN as a crime against humanity, it must be treated as such. The, uh, I think a couple of years ago, Uh, It could have even been the IJR, which uh, uh, then conducted a survey, which indicated that over 50% of our white South Africans have forgotten that the apartheid was a crime against humanity. And I think uh, how how much better to then remind ourselves that that flag reminds us of uh, the crime that was committed against the majority of the people in our country. And I think it's it's something that we should uh, uh, reckon with. It's something that we should look back at and say, how do we then fix it? And to fix it, we must face it and, and say that uh, it's something that we, we, we need to, to deal with uh, as a country. Uh,
1: there, there are others like uh, Solomon mamoti on the Facebook page that argue, what about the MK regalia? They are on the same WhatsApp group, says Solomon. But the question then is, should we not also do with other regalia or flags or uh, symbols that indicate our, our very violent past?
0: I think this, uh, this is where we're then uh, trading on, on this uh, equating uh, the struggle for justice against injustice. Mm. And I think uh, uh, you, you can never do that. It, it, it can be right. Um, just recently, while debating with the Afri Forum, the question that was then asked was, why shouldn't we also do the same with the communist flag, for example, mm. uh, the communist symbols, because of what communism did around the country? We could, we could go on and on and on. This was injustice. What happened in our country is what it was. It was justice. It was uh, something that we should never be proud of. And if we are to, to, to then equate those who are fighting against injustice, with those who are committing injustice, who are committing a crime against humanity, we, we're trading on, on, on ground that we shouldn't be.
1: Now, talking about Afri Forum, uh, we have uh, also the CEO of Afri Forum, Kali Creel, on the line. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome.
2: Good morning to you, sir. It's a pleasure speaking to
1: you. Now, you heard uh, what Mr. Hatang just indicated about uh, their thoughts on the old South African flag. Um, but our free forum feels that uh, the apartheid flag is uh, it's part of our, part and parcel of our heritage. Explain your, your thoughts around that and, and why would you think in a, in a democratic South Africa that that is still the case?
2: Yes, I'll definitely do so. I just firstly want to uh, just focus on one fact that is actually ludicrous that we're having a debate uh, when it is acknowledged that the photographs of the old flag and the burning of the current flag were fake photographs that were distributed um, by people that wanted to discredit that meeting. And now the debate, if I listen to to Mr. Tang, it seems like he just says, well, uh, he doesn't acknowledge that it was fake photographs, and if it was something that was widespread, uh, why then uh, were fake photographs used? So we're creating a, a wrong perception and then attacking that that uh, perception that was created by fake news. But to answer your question, um, I personally grew up in a family that did not like the old flag because it was a Union flag that symbolized the defeat of the Buri public by the British colonial, uh, British imperialism, and you would see that Union uh, Jack is also part of that flag. But even though um, I grew up disliking it, um, the fact is, if we're going to start allowing government to ban everything that uh, that is disliked, um, then we are treading on on very dangerous ground um, because you are going to, to create a kind of police state. Uh, where government legislates what people should think and what they should do. Um, so we don't need that legislation, but uh, organizations like ours can tell people that we believe, even though it's not unlawful, we believe it's inappropriate to wave such a flag at an event. That is, where the focus is something totally different, and uh, we want to promote mutual recognition and respect. And if you want to do that, you simply don't, Do things that you know are helpful to others, even though your own perception might be different. I think we need to show respect for one another. And that uh, the way to do it is not to legislate it. It's, uh, it's, you actually have, have to, it's about people's, uh, what's going on in their minds. And that's where we need to focus on.
1: But, but, but in general, your views, Mr. Krill, around the use of the apartheid flag in some of the marches, whether or not you are saying that there were some fake photographs, which we acknowledge. But the point is, there were people waving the flag. So what is your view around that?
2: Yes, um, it did not happen at any event that that we organized, and our view is um, it did two things. Um, In the first place, um, um, it was abused by um, people that wanted to detract from what the goal was, and the goal was to to make a very valid point um, that violence should be taken on, and in this case specifically focusing on France. So it detracted from that, so if someone did that, i'm personally angry because it detracted from the from the main goal but then secondly, um if we want to take on burning issues, we need to make sure that we unite people um from all communities and people that um that go about it in a sectarian way, they are going to alienate people, and uh, that's also why um we are totally mm-hmm. against that. And we've stated it quite clearly, but it does not now mean that we support uh, the banning of, of symbols. And, you know, Mr. Tang now said, well, you are equating uh, a fight for justice and a fight for India. If you in a fight for justice, if you target civilians with landmines and and bombs, you cannot justify that. And then are you going to now start banning those symbols um, so we are saying, um, let, you cannot ban history. Uh, we, ha- we have a history that you cannot change, um, and we should not ban that, uh, but uh, we are always open for a discussion mm-hmm. um, um, on what happened in the past and so forth, but the way not to go definitely is to ban history.
1: Now, apartheid was declared a crime against humanity, so what is this old flag, the old apartheid flag, then doing and, 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 and uh, in relation to social cohesion and contributing positively to to nation building in South Africa?
2: Well, uh, that is something used quite a lot that was uh, declared a crime against humanity. But once you go and have a look what happened at the UN, during the Cold War, there was a battle between the communist countries and, of course, uh, the West. Um, And uh, You know, many of the countries that uh, supported the the declaration of a crime against humanity were countries with a dismal human rights record uh, themselves. And what we are simply saying, um, if there is something that should have been declared a crime against humanity, it should be communism, because 100 million people died um, in in the, the history where those regimes were at power, And that is, of course, the alternative... Um, the ANC Act for, for apartheid. So if you're going to look at history and say, well, there were uh, uh, many problems in terms of that, then, then we should also start uh, banning uh, prominent symbols and so forth And that's why I'm saying um, we should not ban it because it's part of history. And uh, we should not have a selective uh, decision on what we are going to ban and not ban. We should ban nothing at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Tang, just coming back to you Mr. Creel indicated that uh, the flag is part of history and it shouldn't be banned, but your thoughts because you've asked that question so let me ask that question to you. Should it be banned and criminalised?
0: You know, the, the, I, I think I should go back to what Mr. Creel said uh, uh, I hope you are uh, uh, um, the, the, Kali okay. I think the, the, the thing that uh, is, is important here is every time I hear about communism, I, I, I think should focus. Let's focus on what was declared a crime against humanity. Mm. Um, we might have our personal opinion about what should have been, but it was not done. So what was done was the world body, the United Nations declared apartheid a crime against humanity. Now, having declared, being declared so, we must treat it as such, because it's that forgetfulness that continues to then uh, ensure that the levels of inequality, the, the racial inequality that we have in our country continues to oppress the majority in our country, that those who, who had privileges in the past continue to have the very privileges that they got under the apartheid flag, the very flag that we are debating at the moment. And I think if we are to, to focus, um, we, we will then begin to say, as a country, this is the kind of symbol that we should not, as, as a nation, be proudly displaying publicly. And I, 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 I concede that it, could, it is possible that it was not uh, waived at the, at, the, at the Black Monday event, and which, by the way, also was, uh, was skewed towards ensuring that you fight uh, for uh, murder of a particular sector. And that's not how we should be treating this thing. Crime is a crime, and uh, uh, in, our case, in our country we've got a crime that has been committed against many black young people. The statistics tell you that uh, currently the people who are uh, most vulnerable to dying um, are are the young black people between the ages of 20 to 35 in townships. So if we are to begin to have this uh, debate, uh, um, uh, Elvis is to then say, shouldn't we be talking about murder, not just about white farmers' murder? Mm-hmm. Not about uh, uh, the, those who, are, who then can wave the flag to say, without us, you're not going to get the food. Without us, you, 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 uh, uh, some of the, 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 the things that were there were about white genocide, which is not true. Mm-hmm. There's no white genocide in our country. And I think until such time that we, we then begin to face these things head on, Let, let's not even just, just make it about the flag, but about how, how we, we activate ourselves against crime. Mm-hmm. And say that uh, these things are just things that uh, we need to be be, be be disavowing publicly, and even with the flag, one of the arguments that have now been made is people should not display it publicly; they can hold it they can have it at home. This is when you take what what is wrong and you move it to the private home, and then we are surprised when those who are born in democracy can call black people kafas, mm-hmm. who, who are beneficiaries out of the the Cyril Ramaphosa buzzer scheme, a black person who's funding a, a white, young South African and then can then uh, begin to say, uh, call black people caters And that's where we, we then begin. We must have those kind of debates. Why would, would a, a young child who shouldn't even be uh, using such language, do, do they use it? It's because in our, pride, in our private spaces, around tables, dinner tables, we use this language it's normal. We can wave the flag in our private spaces. It's normal. Just don't cause offense publicly. And that's what I think we should be talking about, Elvis, to say mm-hmm. uh, maybe as a time, at the time that we're debating these things, take the mirror, uh, 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 Mr. Green, and say, shouldn't, isn't it time that we, we look at black pain for what it is and say that uh, we're causing offense even in private spaces? And those private conversations get into our young children and they get transferred
2: into public spaces. Mr. Greal? Okay, um, there are a few things I want to react on. Uh, the first one, I think, Mr. Tang is in denialism with regard to what is South African farms. Um, and he should he's having selective morality. Um, has he ever spoken out against 16 days of activism, against violence, against uh, women and children? He has not. Um, but according to his own argument, it would mean if you have that campaign, you are saying violence against men is fine. It's not fine. Um, if you have a, a, a campaign for the protection of rhinos, you are not saying poaching of elephants is fine. So this has never been to say that any other murder is fine. But the reality is, uh, and these figures are wrong, the most vulnerable people in this country are farmers. If you look at the statistics, he's 156 people, four and a half times more than that of the normal citizen, three times more than that of a policeman. So it's unfortunate that, that people are using this argument um, while people are being killed on farms. But then
1: we can argue, then we can also argue there have been more than 19,000 murders in our country 2016 2017. So
2: how does that and, equate then? And those are murders that we also take a strong stance against. If you come to our office, you'll see uh, we have a portrait there um, remembering all people that are killed in this country. And what yeah. we are saying, but if there is a specific disproportionate murder rate, why can't you say anything about that, that you can say, well, let's focus against violence and against women and children. Um, so we should not have a selective morality. And the same, um, the same mm-hmm. views that we hear from Mr. Hatang about old flags and old symbols Why don't we hear that same views from him when the president of this country, not privately in his home, but in public, in a speech, says this country's problem started with Jans van Riebeek. And because he's criminalizing our own community and saying these are troublemakers. Why don't we hear the same kind of statements when publicly you hear racist remarks by Julius Malema? When if you look at Twitter... The extreme racism against the white people that we hear there. But we're moving we away. But but I, I
1: think I think we, we we are moving away from from the argument. Yes. The question I want to pose to you, then, Mr. Creel, uh, did the waving of the flag perhaps then divert from the initial intention of the focus of murder of farmers and not just farmers but farm workers as well?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. The fake news that was spread about the old flag definitely diverted away. Uh, from what the intention was of the of the meeting, and that is unfortunate that you have people that want to play politics and they are even willing to to divert attention away from a huge violent fo- uh, problem where people are being killed, where families are left without uh, their family members where workers would lose their jobs. They don't want to acknowledge that they want to play politics and then they want to use fake news to divert from what the real problem was.
1: In closing, uh, Mr. Hatang, your thoughts on this and, and, and how do we move forward as a South African society? And can we perhaps look at the dream of Nelson Mandela of that rainbow nation?
0: You know, one of the things that uh, we Continues to be a a painful part of our country. We are a country that that's hurting, and if if there's anything that we should do as as a country, as as a people, is to stop for a second and say there are some things which need to be done, and one of those is to bring back to the consciousness of our people that apartheid was a crime against humanity.
1: And uh, And it being a
0: crime mm -hmm. must then be treated as such, and the symbols that represent particularly um, the the flag um, need to then be looked into. We will be convening some dialogues with the Nelson Mandela Foundation on this very issue to ask the question whether it should be uh, banned. We have, uh, I need to also tell you, um, uh, Elvis, that we have been approached by, by many law firms who stand ready. Uh, to take action against the, those who are, who are promoting for the flag to even be held at home. Because
2: private offence <laughs> is just as bad as public offence.
1: Mr. Creel, in closing?
2: There, I, I think now we're going into a police state. That's exactly what communism was, trying to legislate the people's views. And we, are, well, we would be willing to defend any case, because any banning of any symbol would be against the country's constitution. And uh, we are ready to protect the Constitution against those that want to take on free speech and uh, want to uh, turn this country into a police state.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Creel. That's uh, Kali Creel, AFRI Forum's uh, CEO. And, of course, also a great thank you to the CEO of the Nelson Mandela Foundation, Mr. Selohat Tang. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me this morning.